Well, I've been in a few interactions of late and so would actually always ask for my age. And I'll be like, wait, I would have this inner thought of, wait, you're a 22 guy. I'm like, wait, you're 22. I'm like, I feel like I've gone through a lot. Okay, not have, I haven't really gone through a lot, but I just feel like I've gone through a lot, you know. And I'm like, I should be like something like 26 or 25. But I'm like, 22? Okay, yes, you're in the road to 23, but like, wait, 22? Oh, God. But anyways, um, I actually move on and I tell them it's 22. And actually today I actually found out also that... um. Um, the adolescence stops at around 24, 21, 22, but I think yeah, it's still being pushed to 24. And I was like, wait, what? Let's have forgotten forgotten for my, for I fact I had forgotten for my P6 science. So yeah, I'm still an adolescent, by the way. And also you listening in when you and you still and you still below 24, you're an adolescent. But anyways, I'm um, talking about age. We are in the age of AI. We're in the age of technological advancement and technological breakthroughs and technological innovations well i mean it's a lot you know in terms of what technology can do and what technology is doing um in easing our lives and i thought why can't i have um an episode dedicated to technology or maybe in specific AI, artificial intelligence, you know, and how artificial intelligence, you know, there, there is all these things that, um, I mean, there's this thought that Elon Musk once had in 2020, that by 2025, artificial intelligence will actually be more brighter and more, um, and will surpass human intelligence by 2025 so artificial intelligence surpassing human intelligence by the near future in the near future so i'm like well i, I think we should talk about um um artificial intelligence on the cucumber method podcast i am your host and welcome to the cucumber method podcast there is a lot to talk about today um i really had to gather the views of technology savvy people and technology enthusiasts and most so specifically AI enthusiasts and tech and AI survey people. So yeah, today is a lot there's a lot of um opinions and insights from different people. And yeah, I, I'm really sure you're going to enjoy this episode. I really do hope you enjoy it. And this episode you could get the Kokuma Method podcast from wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can even just go to your web engine, your search engine, and type in the Kokuma Method. And trust me, the results will come in and you will click and you will listen in. Kukumba, kukumba, kukumba. listeners of the Kukumba Method podcast. Today, or in this episode, I wanted us to talk about AI. You know, it has been quite um, a, a, a recurring issue and a, a, an issue that has been quite out there right now, especially among the university students with chat GPT and all other things. And of course, obviously, AI has taken, or is taking over, you know, and I thought it would be best to have a talk 
with the AI people, the, 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 the computer people, to tell us more about AI, to have an in-depth conversation with them. Um, is our human is our race as uh, is our is our is our is our species as human as, as as human beings is it a threat should we welcome this with open arms and today i am joined i am going to be talking to calvin kirabo who could introduce himself and then we get into our talk calvin yeah good morning everyone and uh i'm here i'm here to to to, to to explain whatever is going to be asked about AI, in my understanding, because I'm actually doing it. And I've been introduced to it, different aspects of AI, deep learning, machine learning, everything. So yeah, I'm really excited to, uh, to outlay the information to you guys. And yeah, hopefully it's, it's important, like it's, uh, it's useful to you, so. Anyways, thank you so much. So, Calvin, before we get into AI, we need to know something about the listeners. Need to know the person they are getting all this AI. You know, they're going to be getting this AI info from. So, tell us something about you. You know um, what you're doing, what you're up to, where you're from, all those things. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a Makere student. Yeah. I do a, a, I do a bachelor of science in computer science. Mm. Uh, currently in second year. Yep. And uh, yeah, I live around town. I don't know in Kampala, Pakiso. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, I love programming. Basically, I love programming. I'm, I'm into website app development. I'm into a lot of programming things. It's really exciting, and you know how 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 like you see these things um, in the in the environment, and you don't really know how they come up. But when you get into the the productive the productive sector of these things, like the AI, the apps, mm. the websites, man, it's interesting how people like how how these people do it behind scenes. You know, what has so, been, what has been that thing that you have seen? Um, in the production side and it has really wowed you. An example of anything you could give us that you sort of like, wow, this was really interesting to see from the production side. Okay, my first time, I think it was a mobile application, you know, like mm-hmm. how I just go to Google Play, download something and boom, I'm using it. Now, I don't, before then, I didn't know the logic behind these things before I was introduced to programming, before I was actually introduced to my course, you know. Mm. But then when I got introduced to my course, uh, I got introduced to programming, then basically uh, I got introduced to mobile app development. Mm. I, started, I started seeing things that I'm like, wow, this is how they do this. You know, the logic behind the, the apps. Mm. Like you as a user, you don't really know what happens when you sign in, but mm. something is happening, you know? Mm. Like you don't know what's really happening when you when you create an account on some platform, but there's actually wonderful things going on in the back end. So that 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 the logic of these applications, based on what they do, man, it's really nice. Mm. And some other thing that really blowed my mind was basically AI. Yeah, you know, uh, we were currently working on projects this last term, mm. 
And you know, first time being introduced to the AI, the machine learning, I knew about it, but man, when you tell me, okay, huh? Yes, do something with AI. You're like, how am I going to start this? But now when I got introduced to this, first time it was hectic, you know, the topic is broad, it's kind of hard, mm. but it's fun at the same time, you know? So I worked mm. on a project of uh, uh, facial expression recognition. Mm. So I was working on a model that could predict uh, facial expressions and, you know, give you the emotion that maybe that could stand for that facial expression. So it sound it sounded like a really dope idea for the first time. It's mm. really a dope idea, but was it how your to idea? Start? Basically, it it was just an innovative idea because people have done it, man. People oh. have done it. Mm. People have done it. Just that I come in on the same topic, but try to find ways on how to do maybe do it better than the person I've seen it do it, yeah. or pick a leaf and maybe adjust in some some new things that I feel like are cool for me, you know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so it was shocking, but wow, we maneuvered around the semester, came up with a project, collected mm. different data, built mm. a model. Yeah. And yeah, it's a working model, just maybe deployment is the last thing that maybe I would want to think of, but Man, these things are interesting. I'm I'm happy I'm happy to hear that you're actually doing something you love and you find like happiness and joy in it. Because many people are doing stuff at campus that actually don't even yeah. are dragged into doing them. But it's really amazing that you're really having fun with whatever you're studying. Now let's get into the topic. What yeah, could you yeah, tell yeah. about what could you tell the user about AI? Because there are some people who are feeling threatened. Now I actually saw some <laughs> I saw some 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 video. Um someone had sent it to me of the king of of of, of UAE Dubai. He was walking around yeah. with his machine and though and in the tweet they were explaining all these things it has. It can detect this. It has this artillery of, 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 of guns and all that stuff. So, yeah. what is AI, what is AI exactly? And yeah, tell us what AI is exactly. To, to explain to someone who feels threatened by it, or even someone who wants to know about it but doesn't know who wants it, by the way, but you know, just doesn't know what it's all about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In a layman's language, AI is basically just. Um, computer intelligence, you know, how a computer is really intelligent to, to do something for you, you know, to, mm. to think for you, to, uh, to actually generate ideas for you. Mm. A computer is trained to, to solve problems on its own without actually uh, uh, human interaction, like all human guidance, you know, like, the computer is trained and it solves the next problems on its own. That's the lemon language. But in in technical terms, I would say that man, AI is like a branch of computer science. You know, AI AI, AI is a science which is a branch of computer science mm. uh, that deals with uh, coming up with intelligent machines. You know, mm. uh, basically. I won't go so deep about intelligent machines, but in AI, we have something called knowledge representation. So we 
we have different types of knowledge in the world, you know. So we mm. feed this knowledge to uh, to the machines, you know. We represent the knowledge in the format that the machines can understand it so as to build the intelligence in the machine. So knowledge and intelligence come together. You can't be intelligent without the knowledge. You don't, If you yeah. don't know about something, then you're not intelligent about it. Mm. So basically, AI comes in with making these intelligent machines through knowledge representation and reasoning, you know? Mm. And uh, it's all around the world, man. Like, AI is all around us. Just that, you know, sometimes people don't notice these things. But uh, I could give you examples, you know? Definitely uh, give us the ones that are already there, but people don't know that it's, it's, it's in there. Yeah, 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 you know? So right now, there's a trend that people are actually using, but maybe they don't even know what it is. We have uh, the image generators. You know, we have AIs that generate images based on conditions that you want, you know? Mm. You can, they, if they have, like, there's an AI that you give a picture and you're like, how would they look like if I was in this generation, in the 90s? You've given your picture and then they return it, you know? Mm. Mm. How will I look like maybe uh, 30 years to come if I'm there in that generation in the future? Mm. You know, so those are that's AI in art in the art world, and it's it's really crazy. People are using them. I I see iPhone has this image generator app that people were using recently, and they were coming up with uh, with cartoon formats of themselves. Like, that's everywhere my god <laughs> you i didn't <laughs> uh i was okay i was seeing it like uh try to read about oh, it <laughs> no 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 not that mm. uh okay i guess i'll go and see how i look like in the outdoor <laughs> Anyway, any other example of AI that that's that's literally in our faces that we don't know? Yeah, basically, for the lovers of sports, you know, mm. um, basically, I'll majorly uh get into uh you know this rugby and American football sports, you know, mm. you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, the Amazon guy, had invested in some money in some project uh, with the NFL. If you know the NFL is that National Football League for, for the American football. So they the Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> exactly. So, so they invested in some money. I don't remember the figures, but yeah, they were working on a, an AI system that could uh, help uh, uh, predict uh, injuries prior prior they happen, you know, like through okay, through the the it's a basically a video, and actually they actually use it. They actually mm. use it for, for football, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like um, we always have people monitoring the videos and stuff. So they use these AIs to to actually tell the coach that this player is almost uh, uh, overwhelmed by the match. You know, maybe due to. Maybe due to the actions being done while playing, uh, yeah. maybe when someone is over tackled, so the AI is fed with this video, this video percepts that it's seeing that oh, okay now this player 
has run a lot. So far, he has run these kilometers. Man, he's almost uh, wearing down. So you need to substitute him. So basically, that's in the in the soccer world. Then for for NFL, you know, it's a rough game. Yeah. In the NFL, the players are rough and that. So the impact. So they train these models to 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 see the impact of the collisions when these players are, are tackling down themselves. What what? So it could actually predict. An injury, so they they're trying to make the game safer and safer to play, you know, because the game is really, the, the league is really making yeah. a lot of money, and they need to, yeah, they need to make sure that player insurance is key, you know, mm. Mm. and they really want players to and people to enjoy the game, players to enjoy the game and people to enjoy the game. So that is, that is really some wonderful thing in AI that people don't really notice, but it's happening, right? Wow. And actually, yeah. it's it, it going. We know for us when we look at the game, and someone is like, "Oh my gosh, that game is so scary!" Like, my God, he did, did he just plunge him? But I, I, <laughs> I think it, it, it really, um, it really helps, and it's really going to help. Yeah. And I who want to go into that will literally um find a safer space. Um, this whole AI thing, could could you trace back, or do you know to um? Who, who who began it or where it began from to to to, to you know to breathe to to to, to being to, to becoming alive you know to to coming onto the raid and to to embrace it back in the day like the inventor like in yeah, yeah 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 okay that's that's a good one uh, I'm not really certain with uh, with who invented the AI, mm. but mm, AI started, uh, you know, making intelligent machines began in the 90s, man, in the in the in the in the in the 1940s. Uh, there, that that era, you know, uh, basically in the, I think. I think that's the thing for the Second World War, right? Mm. The thing there when, when actually the US was really, you know, investing too much in 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 technology by that time, you know, as other people were resting, as other people were fighting, US was really investing a lot in this shit, in this stuff, you know. So uh, basically, uh, I read uh, an article. Mm. And uh, they were saying that uh, uh, I wrote this down, though. So yeah, okay. yeah. So they were saying that the term I could uh, could be attributed to a man called John McCarthy of MIT, yeah. uh, which uh, which uh, which defines as the construction of computer programs that engage in tasks that are currently more satisfactory performed by human beings because they require high-level mental processes, such as perceptual learning, memory organization, and critical thinking. I was saying that the, the idea was born in 1940s there, then the motion started in 1956. They started mm. pushing this thing forward. 
and uh, by the 1980s now they started doing the real systems coming up with with uh, with a lot of things you know mm. Mm. so uh, and uh, and from uh, from I guess the 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 2000s 2010s the till date they've been advancing innovating the ideas that they that were already existing coming up with new concepts trying to see how different industries can cope with the ai how different uh like for example the arts world no one knew that man and they could there could be a model that could draw for itself without the artists you know mm, mm. so basically it's evolving now it has been introduced in businesses uh for customer preferences for mm. customer suggestions you know if mm. you're a fan of spotify i guess you see that you know yeah uh, if, if uh you know back in the day you see uh uh facebook bringing up uh basically not facebook but uh okay also facebook was using it okay it's using it and mm. but major user you see it on uh on tiktok you know mm. they actually bring the they actually bring things that you actually like so whenever you like you like a video the model mm. the model is rewarded the model is told that yes this person this user likes these things so the model will be suggesting things that you like every time bringing up things on your feed that you really like whenever you press people are actually calling the algorithms and all that stuff exactly so whenever whenever you like remember when the building these models uh, models should be rewarded for better performance you know whenever you reward the model you're increasing its accuracy you know Mm, that whenever mm. you tell it that yes this is what it is this is what i like mm. it increases its accuracy like it knows it's following the right path and mm. whenever you uh, you uh, okay, i don't want to use punish it but whenever you don't reward it it knows that okay now there is a loss here there's no accuracy here so yeah. for tiktok whenever you like a video for instagram whenever you like uh some something for other other social media platforms whenever you like something you're actually increasing the accuracy of preferences you know or bring you that same content the same content related stuff you know so that's why you mm. keep seeing related things on your on your tiktok and you're like wow how is this even possible you know i'm into music you know it would be remember the first i think new users like if you're a new user on tiktok you're not going to get things you like because they'll be bringing you things that you don't like you may suggest that you like dance videos but they bring up other things but you search and like you search and like so the model is actually being accurate and accurate accurate and accurate ever mm-hmm. so every time you log on to TikTok they're going to bring in things that you like every time mm-hmm. so yeah basically that's that that's that's a brief history about it uh it has really evolved from from uh, 2010 till date see new processing powers and computers and new things coming up so yeah could you tell us about um, AI as i was reading somewhere ai has a lot of different types 
could you tell us about i'm actually interested in about the self-aware type because i think the self-aware type is now a kind of kind of threatens me because i watched i don't know if you've watched this movie it came but, out uh, last year. yeah 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 huh? it's on. called it's called i think mago it's about like this i don't know if you watched it it's these friends mm-hmm. they go into this house for like a weekend and, and a bash I, I didn't really watch it because mm-hmm. I thought it was funny and stuff, but I, I watched the trailer. I was almost downloading it, but I just didn't. Um, but then, like, this house, I think the owner, or one of the kids, the friends was the owner of the house, and it was all fully generated. Like, it all, it had AI throughout. Everything was AI. So now, at the end of the day, it was this house trying to kill them. It was crazy. Via the trailer. I, I, I didn't go into the movie, but Tell us about this software things because I'm like, hmm, could, could, could these things actually go? And I've actually watched some other series whereby these yeah. AIs are conscious and they can actually become the villain. I'm like, hmm, is it just a story thing or like could it even have a possibility of happening in real life? You know, tell us about it. Um, I actually watched one movie called Megan. I don't know if you know that movie. Megan, it's yes, new. Yes. Yeah, it's really terrifying. It's uh, it's also some self awareness AI type of thing, mm. and it's yeah. Uh, if anyone would like to watch it, they'll definitely understand the meaning of self awareness right there. Yes, but uh, you know, AI is uh, we have two types of AI, like mm. two types types of categories. That in these types we have types of t- like. It, we have general types that we we group different AI based on capabilities, and we can group uh, the other based on functionality. You know, mm-hmm. so basically, for based on capability, we have three types. We have the weak. Uh, we 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 have the the narrow. I mean, we have the we have the weak, which is the narrow AI. We have the general and strong AI. Yeah. So. Basically, the narrow AI is just able to perform a dedicated task with intelligence. Like, for example, if they design uh, a vacuum cleaner that works automatically uh, or that works based on intelligence, that it's, it's, that's now narrow AI. Like, it's specific to one task cleaning, right? Mm. So that's uh, for narrow AI. Then for, 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 for general AI, it's... Uh, uh, is a type of intelligence which could perform an intellectual task with efficiency like humans. So it mm-hmm. really can do maybe more than one task like a human, you know, mm-hmm. but with intelligence, you know? Yeah. And uh, you see for, for, for super AI, we see that uh, for it uh, is a level of intelligence in systems uh, at which machines could surpass human intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, so and basically, okay, super AI, self awareness, those things are hypothetical right now because, yeah, because we 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 see them mm. as impossibilities to make. You know, mm. yes, it's it's basically what uh people are hoping for. Like we have these machines thinking on their own. You know. But again, it's hypothetical. Like it's basically making the human brain itself, which is kind of hard with computer. Mm. Mm. And, uh, 
It says that super AI can perform any task better than a human with cognitive property. Yeah. Yes. So basically, that is uh, that is that is basing on uh, capabilities. You know. Yes. We have capabilities, and you see that super AI is hypothetical. It is something they think of that maybe what if, but it's hard. You know, when whenever we are making these computers, there's a lot of things we put in consideration. It's the memory, yes. the word, word, and that. So some things are really, are really hypothetical. You know. Mm. Then when we, we, when we base uh the when we base on functionality, uh we have, uh, reactive machines, yes. and basically, uh this is the most basic type of artificial intelligence. Mm. Uh, uh, they don't store uh, history or they don't have memory that mm. like for them to actually carry out uh, something they don't based on what what uh, what uh, it's 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 uh, it's 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 uh, it's past experiences you know mm. for example uh Okay, I want to bring Chat GPT because whenever you load onto the site, you're actually given a new interface. You know, you can't ask yeah. it. You can't ask it unless you go in that particular history because it has a side of history. But when you go onto the new interface that has been loaded, you can't ask mm. it what it was, what it wrote for you yesterday because I tried it and it told me mm. I don't understand what you're saying. You know. But when I went to the history part where where I reviewed my recent uh, interactions with it, when you type in something that's related to what you had asked before, it can answer you. But mm. with but whenever you load, whenever you log onto the the website, like when you refresh yourself onto the website on the new interface, it can't it can't bring it it can't. Uh, so it always works with with current with current passwords. Yeah. Mm. Unless you load the history as the current, then it will answer you. So that's reactive mm. machine. So we have uh, limited memory AI where mm. machines can store experiences or some data for a short period of time. Yeah. Basically also like uh, um ChatGPT can do that. Can store your history for short period of time mm. you know and uh yeah so and we have some other AI called the theory of mind so the theory mm. of mind uh is just uh uh a reflection of human emotions people and be- people and their beliefs you know to be able mm. to to interact socially like humans so that's yeah. the theory of the theory of mind we see that uh we have these machines that are actually mimicking the human behavior. Yes. You know? And uh, they, they said that the, this type of AI machines uh, are still not developed, but researchers mm. are, are making lots of efforts to improve the AI each day and day and day. But like I say, these things are hypothetical right now because, because of of very many various resources of making computers, you know? Yes. Yeah, because 
you find that the computer generations that we are working in right now can't support these uh, self-awareness machines and what. Maybe in the future when computers advance now, mm. you know, you see that may you see that uh, we, 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 in the future we may have computers that don't actually even need RAM to store something, or mm. don't actually need because you know, as we go on when computers when computers advance, trust me. Everything computer related must advance. So right yes. now it's hypothetical. We don't have self awareness machines. Mm-hmm. We have machines based that we have we have AI models that based on the current resources of computers that we have. So and the last functionality uh, is the self awareness itself, and they say it's just the future of artificial intelligence. Uh, these machines will be super intelligent. And have their own consciousness, mm. but say they tell you that so far NSAI does not exist in reality. It is still mm. hypothetical. Yes. yes, because like I explained, the resources right now, the computer generations we are working in, uh, not can't support such. Can't support such. So now, in that same um, spirit, let's talk about Chat GPT because it was it, it took by storm most yeah, people yeah, at yeah. campus during this past semester. I didn't actually use it, but I had a few so, classmates of mine actually telling me, "Let's use it, let's use it." I was like, "Oh God, you guys, cool down." But anyways, so now let's talk about it and let's talk about its pros and cons. And I, I mean, is it contributing? Yes, because people are opting for the easy way out or or so tell me ChatGPT ChatGPT one thing uh we shall okay we shall discuss this under the cons and what but uh ChatGPT you know developed by OpenAI it's funded now by Microsoft I hear mm. the uh uh it's a new thing came out last year November you know um, I won't go into the, the, the technical things with it, but it uses some machine learning concepts. In fact, it's based on supervised and reinforcement learning. These are types of uh, of uh, of uh, of, uh, of, uh, of machine learning uh, training techniques. Okay, we have supervised and supervised and reinforcement. A brief, a brief, a brief, a brief hint on supervised is just training with the label data. You like when they, when they are training the model, there is human, uh, the as like there is human, uh, in they the humans intervene in the training. You know, like it's like you, uh, going to school and. You find a teacher there teaching you this, that, this. So there, there you, there is a human as a mediator between you and the knowledge, you know. But uh, for unsupervised, there is no human. The model trains itself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Through different algorithms that they write, the model can train itself, find patterns between the data, and give you an answer. Uh, yeah. So, um. You know, it's a it's a billion. It's a I don't know. It's a billion dollar investment. Twenty nine US billion dollars right there for you to use. 
it was free it was free it had a it was uh it was a free plan but now they actually have a subscription plan mm. you know they started commercializing everything uh, <laughs> no nothing is free thing <laughs> <laughs> yes. is free but uh yeah uh it uses the microsoft servers to store its data you know since mm. it's now their product kinda kinda so so to ask the question what about chat gpt i wanted to know most about like um of course we know campus is really hard and it's really demanding but do we need chat gpt do we need this kind of ai that um children or i mean students have to go to it um it's going to lack i i i feel like and some people are actually saying that people are going to start to depend on it they won't use their their intellect they won't use their minds to actually um 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 um, um, um do the work and do their assignments but then at, at, the, at the end of it all i think it's a balance um you could always get go to your chat gpt get what you're getting and then always compare notes but it won't be the case for everybody so what do you think is chat gpt um helping students does it is it, is it sugarcoating its 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 disadvantages and and shortcomings as as per now tell us about that chat gpt is a large language model language models um in machine learning are mod are different machine learning systems or ai systems that deal with things to do with languages or talking to people in a language they understand or use basic human language so it was developed by a company called open ai and it's designed to understand and generate natural language like we've said through interactions with users conversational interactions the way it interacts with you is like you're having a conversation with it it has memory like it remembers a certain thing you said in the conversation before and can refer to it for example if i'm having a conversation with a chat gpt and ask it uh let's generate uh i give it a formula and say generate the answer for me then uh, it generates the answer then i give it uh maybe a condition that maybe for the previous uh computation you did try to use this formula you get try to uh, maybe change the variables to this and this so it will go back to the conversation you had before and remember that this is the formula they gave me. Now let me change the variables to this and bring back. That's a sort of a conversational thing and the memory thing where it remembers what you told it. So um, it is trained using data for um, very many things. AIs, uh, machine learning algorithms and all that are trained using data. It is trained, It uh, um, I think for a model like for an ai like ChatGPT, the training has can even go on for years it, this thing has been in the making for years like they've trained it for years that's how 
vast it is and it can answer questions in any field plus you can prompt it to do very many things you can give it math equations if possible you can give it a code i don't know if i can even uh, exhaust what your gpt can do but um the basic things that maybe you should say is that it remembers what a user said in the earlier conversation allows user to provide follow-up corrections and it's actually also trained to decline inappropriate requests so yeah um what else maybe i could also talk about you say the impact of uh, maybe does ai make people lazy or does it make people's lives better generally ai makes people's lives better ai is um is someone you start is a lover you meet in your life and you say where have you been all my life that is ai like it is something i i don't know i don't know how i feel sometimes i feel like i don't know how people are living without ai at first i mean it is so crucial it is so um that the amount of help it gives people is really really substantial i mean um there's so many things reliant on ai right now to be honest um i've given you the examples with the with uh, the field of cars, uh, finance, and all that. But uh, generally, AI is really essential. It uh, brings convenience. It uh, helps many fields. Um, the downside to it could be one. AI is becoming so powerful to the point that there are people's professions that are going to be wiped out or have already been wiped out by ai i mean um you can actually talk to ai chat gpt you can actually talk to it like as if you're talking to your therapist i kid you not i tried this and i told it my problems and gave me very very good and meaningful solutions about how to work or how to do things differently about life I mean, the um, an AI passed the low bar exam, okay, and uh, a few medical school tests and uh, whichever. So, just imagine what happens if they can actually create a physical representation of an AI in a courtroom. If it can already pass the exam, then all they need to do is to create a physical representation. A language model that converts these words into speech and boom lawyers are out that field is gone um ai's help in car manufacturing industries assembly there is there are industries in uh, <clears throat> in the car industry whereby 80 percent of the car assembling is done by machines ai so those are all jobs gone that i feel like that is the actually the worst or i could say the most negative effect that you could say ai has wiping out people's jobs and careers and uh, the speed at which it's developing honestly by the end of this year we do not know to what length it will have developed 
we do not know what jobs will have been wiped out recently in the tech industry there are very many layoffs in some of the biggest companies i mean google laid off like eighteen thousand people amazon laid off like twelve thousand people and in all that that was happening only experts working in ai machine learning didn't lose their jobs the rest did because there's a lot of automation everywhere to the point that there are certain people that are no longer needed i mean the other day i built an app and made it run in like 15 minutes with chat gpt um so yeah that's the most negative impact about ai well that there with calvin was quite some insightful um interaction about ai but here's some what i call them facts that i had gathered about ai um a mckinsey study in 2021 showed that 50 percent of companies have adopted ai in at least one function within the organization from 20 from 2000 to the first quarter of 2021 61 billion dollars have been invested in ai advancement um then there was this notion that ai will supersede um human intelligence some people predicted it to be in 2045 but elon musk in particular said this would be in 2025 and we are just two years and a few months away from 2027 i think maybe it could be true but <laughs> elon musk ever since maybe ever since that that statement has proved to be someone very controversial um then also ai you know ai has driven in the creative arts industry um sci-fi films and literature have led to real tech discoveries like ai infused replicants in the blade runner which were originally for philip k dick's do androids dream of electric sheep i think that that's like a book by um um philip k dix um then here there was talking here they, they, they talk about how low code or no code ai is a big trend in 2022 that would pave way for the ongoing democratization of ai and data technology this means that people could customize ai with only written of versions that could require complex technical knowledge i think this is where the chat gpt and the upcoming brad for google um llc come in you know um there is law or no code needed um what else did they talk about um with the usage of ai customer services can map out customer journeys and business related information about different parts of their experience the FBI also uses machine learning to detect potential terrorist activity by tracking mobile messaging apps and social media platforms. And an interesting one here is saying, um, in, 1970, in the 1970s, the capability of AI were limited because of limited computational power. But with a decreasing size of transistors and increase in the computational power of devices, it has become possible to create machine and deep learning algorithms algorithms capable of voice recognition self-driving cars and much more i think that's quite self-explanatory but i continue to ask calvin 
why the why 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 people say why these people are saying most scientists and even Elon Musk that at one point in time artificial intelligence will supersede or exceed human intelligence and this is what he got to tell me okay i was going to answer that question later but see it's an easy one so like i told you before uh you know right now every every computing that's available mm. right now it has been availed be- because starting from the technology of a computer chip now let me take you back back in the day computers could perform some tasks that we also know now that back in the day right now computers are doing tasks that we thought could be a myth or theory but these things have been made possible because of the computer the computing resources available within a computer now we were on a quad core i mean we were on a dual core now we have dual core now we have a quad core and octa core so you know like cores are growing in number so computing resources are increasing major we talk about phones you see phones because the technology back in the day could not support networking uh on a large scale let's say internet but now internet is possible because now the technology of phones technology of computers can now adapt to the internet so as we are going uh in the new era as we are progressing to the new era these things are going to be possible these things that we are thinking of as myths are going to be possible because we see that computing resources are increasing computing technology is becoming more and more advanced and as long as computing technology becomes advanced you're going to see that we're going to have uh uh we are going maybe they're going to bring up phones that you can't even carry in your hands but it's there you have it you know it's not a physical phone it's a virtual phone you know they're going to bring uh you see we have uh physical monitor displays they're going to bring displays that project so i'm telling you this is going to be possible and years to come because of the computing technology advancing so whenever computing technology advances it gives also other attributes associated with it a room for advancement you know yeah so that's basically it well i also got to talk to a few other people yes i feel like i talked to like a lot of people concerning this issue of ai and they all gave me um their insight and texts and opinions about ai um i i talked to a few more people sharif and kiza and timothy and we're gonna have their in their 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 their, their takes of on, on the subject matter and um sharif was talking about how we are supposed to adapt to, to change and actually accept change and so was kiza and then um timothy was talking about the practicality of ai that ai however advanced it's going to be it will always need data input from human beings and i think you it, it will it will be best to hear timothy talk about that himself and then we shall listen into also from kiza and sharif yes ai looks at uh, important aspects of of first of all understanding what it's all about um ai looks at artificial intelligence 
and uh, this intelligence coming from us the humans and incorporating it into the machines that we intend to to have that behave or think like us so ai looks at predominantly two things and uh, these two things are one <clears throat> thinking and acting and uh, when we look at ai being broken down into thinking and acting what do i mean when they talk about someone acting rationally and someone act thinking rationally so when we think rationally we are thinking like the humans would when i talk about acting rationally i would talk about how humans would act so we incorporate a thinking and an action into a, a machine that would more or less be the same as the human would so artificial intelligence all all, all you know incorporates things to do with um deep interplay between these machines we we want to act as humans and uh, respond to us the way we expect a fellow human would so when when inventing all this software when we're inventing all um, you know these devices we want to help us you know perform some acts these acts are likened to human human responses for instance i'll give you an example if i uh, i made a robot that picks rubbish within a vicinity of a room so it would come across if if it's programmed this way that it moves around the room every after 15 minutes when it comes across a piece of rubbish and a piece of shoe so shoes are not rubbish but a piece of piece of paper would be rubbish in a room so when it comes up across um uh, a, a piece of shoe i'll call it a piece of shoe because now we are talking you know uh, in terms of intelligence it will not pick it up as rubbish would it would leave the shoe but move and find the piece of paper that it would pick up as rubbish so this intuition for it to know that you know there's a clear cut difference between a shoe and um, <clears throat> and shoes would be the intelligence we have in this machine so artificial intelligence is making something intelligent enough to know that um uh by me doing this i am acting like a woman like a woman or a man would when it comes to youth you people acting on on uh, some some on some environments the environment are the things you you're trying to put actions on i'll give an example if uh, if for instance i want to know the temperature of a room my environment is the room itself the temperature of the room itself so where we pick whatever we want uh, to be portrayed in artificial intelligence is our environment. So, um, for instance, if you wanted to have uh, traffic lights, your environment is a road because the cars will be on the road. So, we took a, a, a toll of learning all this and understanding AI, knowing that uh, when we want to perform an action, we need to have sensors. Sensors are what pick from our environments what we want to enact an action on. If I'm on uh, if I'm on the road, and I know wow the road is uh, my environment, and I want to control the traffic, I know that I will know how intense the car traffic is on the road by picking signals through camera, and we're able to know oh there are 50 cars on the road coming from this wing. So what does a machine do? It intuitively knows that if there are very many cars from this wing of of uh, of the road, then I should release more cars on this other wing compared to another wing that has less cars. So we look at all these aspects and uh, through 
through intelligence and uh, learning a number of, of sets of data. So these machines here are actually trained using what they call a data set. You train it with a data set so that it is intelligent enough to make decisions basing on the data you have fed it. Because you'll be wondering now, how do these machines enact? They have been fed with data. I'll give you an example on an account of uh, the project I was doing. And um, the project was about chess. I'll give an account for the chess uh, program that I did from, as, a, my, as a, my project. What I did was simple. Um, this project was called Artificially Adaptive Chess Game. And in this game, what I did was, first of all, to program uh, this software to, to be able to play a human player like two humans would. But remember that this data set is not all the that the world can offer in that in the in the in the in the in the game of chess. So as I play, if this program is beaten by me, this computer program is beaten by me, it's able to learn what new things I have done that it didn't know about chess. All it knows about chess as a program is what I have already fed it on. So what I did was I fed it with a data set of um of a uh, of a chinese uh, uh chinese chinese pro okay chinese made a compilation of a data set from over a thousand games played by one of the best players in the world so if i'm able to beat this game it's able to learn what those a thousand players have not been able to do to in order to beat someone in the game of chess so what it does is to learn after every three moves what am i going to play so it will play me according to what I am playing. If I'm if I'm playing if I'm playing the game of chess, and uh, they are wondering how how I'm able to beat it, then they ascertain that by. So what we do in this uh, particular instance is that this game is um, officially intelligent enough to learn the new games I'm playing with it. And from the beatings it experiences from me, it's able to know <clears throat> how best to play me, whether to play professional level, medium level, or low level. <coughs> and that that is the only way that game can actually have momentum to um, to have a fair play with me. So what what we do was uh, simply to give it um, what they call uh, what they call maximizing and minimizing. Uh, uh, protocols and these are able to know when if I maximize for it it's able to minimize what do I mean it will look at the place I am I am uh, moving my my uh, my chest buttons in if I move the king and it's moving upon and there's 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 a way I am moving and it's not really making a, a play that is giving it a winning streak then it's able to learn how I move my my chess, you know, uh, players in every direction possible, so that it's able to know that um, by by me moving this way, I am able to win Timothy. Or by Timothy moving this way, it's able to beat me. So that game is is uh, made intelligent using artificial intelligence, and uh, uh, we use a minimax uh, kind of uh, programming to do that. Um, so a number of of other other problems can can be worked out using AI, uh, uh, such as uh, you know facial facial recognition um you know cleaning of rooms like i gave you an example of a robot and uh it's it's a it's a lot to learn it's a lot to learn 
uh, I also have seen a number of projects that uh, have been been a, a very big boost in the in the world of agriculture where we have uh, intelligent machines that are able to recognize presence of pests um, and they're able to spray uh, we have seen AI being applied in the medical world in uh, the football world where we have you see uh, for people who are lovers of football we have uh, that val experience we have on football fields so all those are artificial intelligence incorporation so we have all-round experience um, in the AI field because of the problems that have come across us in the world that need uh, the attention of computer scientists to develop such software as all or we have software engineers also helping in that area. So AI is so wide, it can be applied across, even um, in uh, in cars, uh, we have, uh, where we have uh, pilots, pilot flights, you can, you can hear of that as well. And there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot. So thank you so much. Uh, Ayman, thank you for having my opinion on this matter. Um, maybe a brief introduction. I'm Shabiru Chiza. I'm doing computer science at Makerere. So basically you are asking whether the the coming of artificial intelligence, okay, the coming into mainstream lives, okay, like everyone having to interact with it, how is it going to affect the future, whether it's going to be more disadvantageous than advantageous. And uh, I think that is majorly worrying people is how it is going to affect the job market. Um, of course, most of the things are going to be automated. Okay, most of the things that need repetitive work, for example, if you to do a brief recap of the history of our 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 race as humans, um, around 19 zeros, around there where slavery was still taking place. Okay, it needed a lot of people to man a farm, let's say. If it was a cotton farm, it needed around a thousand people, those high production cotton farms. But right now, you would need only like two people because basically they are using machines and tractors and everything, which of, of which also are going to be automated with time. And a farm will be basically run by only one person and the production is high also so um the worry about losing jobs is not necessarily there as you would say because i was looking through the history of sweden and uh, how its agriculture has been evolving over time and uh, around 1970s it needed around 10 point something million people to who are working in the agricultural sector but right now in in 20 2020 i guess 2020 2019 it only needed around two point something million people so that is a decrease of around 80 percent of the of the workforce but if you go to sweden has the unemployment rate increased not not in, not necessary because those people have been channeled to other sectors so when ai automates some of the 
some of the jobs then those people are going that workforce is going to be channeled to other other sectors of the economy let's say so basically um the thing about ai creating other jobs those those jobs of course are always going to be there because there are people who are going to be um managing those machines everything so yeah it creates other jobs but then it doesn't necessarily create enough jobs for all the people it is going to displace but then <coughs> to me it's a good thing that ai is coming because most of these jobs have been dangerous like let's say operating in these dangerous factories those things are going to be automated by robots so basically it is good for humanity and uh, it's a something we should embrace as humans yeah and i think very soon we shall have robots very soon robots are coming because the problem that was disturbing the robots is it cannot process information on its own but now they are going to make for you a robot you just come home sit down it makes for you breakfast it makes for you uh, anything that you want it cleans the house that is the world where we are going that you don't even need to do a lot of things that will mean that even these house helps will also lose or will also be laid off and uh yeah i think it is a very good invasion that now we are becoming more uh, we are using less of our heads but much of our uh thinking that now you need to think for this ai and i think now people who are going to make money are those people who are going to invest who are going to invest in uh, building artificial intelligences building artificial intelligences and they, i think they're the ones now to take the world front at this point in time i feel like this is not my podcast like this episode i am not anywhere i feel like i've been erased by the amount of people who are on this episode well i'm just in the editing phases so yeah i could just say that so i was like you know what i have to chip in i have to fix myself somewhere once again i have to assert dominance this is the cucumber method podcast i have to be somewhere anyways i am really really appreciative of everyone who has had an input in today's um podcast or in this podcast thank you so much for your acceptance and for your cooperation i really 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 appreciate um but we have to talk about a few things that have been happening you know i mean it's black history month and it's actually ending and i don't actually yet i haven't done um an episode during black history month and i'm actually doing it at the end of black history month which is actually very bizarre but anyways all in all it's in the month of february and yeah as we move into march which is a women's month um yeah we should i think we should have a conversation around women soon but anyways for black history month what happened in black history month what happened in february we saw um rihanna's super bowl you know it was really amazing i loved it i loved the dances i was really surprised by the pregnancy i didn't know what to actually say until actually the, the representative came out and told us that she was actually praised pregnant i loved that now like the people are doing tiktok dances from the 
from the performance and seeing them being creative was really really amazing we had the grammys that happened and obviously beyonce didn't win album of the year which was actually very sad but anyways i mean my boy kendrick Lamar took something home which was really amazing but Bunny should have taken an album of that, in my opinion, if, 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 if it wasn't for Beyonce. But Harry Styles had an equally amazing album. That album has no skips. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy around that, him being a white person. But all in all, I think he really deserved it. Yes, he deserved it. I my, the people I was rooting for, Kendrick Lamar, Beyonce, Bad Bunny, and Harry Styles. Like it, and if any of them could have taken it, I'd have been really, really but yeah, I wasn't really surprised. And what else happened? I mean, it's Black History Month, you know. And in Black History Month, I've been at some workshop. And and, and I think because Black History Month is like a kind of white thing. But um, to turn it down, um, not a white thing, but um, a Western thing for people who are actually blacks in a, in, a, in a white world. But in terms of Africanness and, you know, our locality, I was, a, I was at a workshop and... They talked about, this lady talked about um, how back in the day, storytellers, and you know I'm a storyteller because I'm a podcaster, I'll come here and tell you stories about different things. Back in the day, storytellers or education was passed on through, was passed on orally and it was through storytellers. Um, These people were actually very big people in society they were big guns they were gatekeepers of society you know they had all the they, they had knowledge of the past and how this knowledge could actually be imparted in the present and how it could be how it could affect the future you know they were very very big people and you know at some sort they were creatives in that exact point in time that was that was pre that was pre-colonial times you know the traditional african but now you and she said currently um creatives and storytellers in every art form in, in storytellers in every type of media are what actually she was she's she, she i'll phrase it she's like she said um art or creatives are the things that happen while we wait for important things to happen so like it, it's crazy how we moved down the chain of command and the chain of i mean should i say that, 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 that is it called the food chain i would say the social chain and now we are kind of like you know the cotton razor the the kalindi kid is like i have to okay let's wait for these ones let's wait for these ones but anyways i feel like that that's what i could talk about black history math that i really resonate with other than that, let's get back into the um, the amazing in-text and interactions on AI. <laughs> News reaching my desk, which is apparently fake as of now. Um, Pete Davidson and Ice Spice are dating and i'm like okay the list can't get any better for pete davidson i mean like i mean emily ratajowski kim kardashian ariana and now you have um ice spice the current hot thing i mean she's ice and spicy and i mean 
Pete is to the male as Laurie Harvey is to the female, and I'm really loving it. But anyways, it's actually fake news because Pete is dating and um, was seen publicly out with Chess Wonders at, at some date on an event um, last week. But anyways, that was just a by the way, we are still on our AI topic and going into the next half of the podcast or maybe the next part of the episode, um, we're going to be seeing Kasamba Benjamin and Hans Raymond and as they tell us their view on AI, some disadvantages, the advantages, um, for, that's for Kasamba's part. But it was really amazing having all of these people together. And someone please remind me next time when you're going to have a panel of people a couple of people in your podcast, please. <laughs> I've actually done it before, but please make sure that you make them um um exchange all these views at one point in time. It was quite quite it was quite impossible for this podcast, so it's a bit all over. But yeah, I'm hope I hope you're actually enjoying everything. Thank you. Okay, so I mean to maybe first say that um the AI or artificial intelligence field is a rapidly developing field that involves creating machines that can perform tasks that typically require human intelligence, such as understanding natural language, recognizing images, and uh, making decisions. Um, okay, as AI technology continues to advance, there there is a huge impact on the way of life or the way people lead life in various areas um i could give you an example of uh healthcare healthcare um ai is helping the healthcare industry by um helping to improve patients outcomes and reducing costs so an example could be um dag diagnostic tools which can analyze which analyze like medical images for example if you've done a scan or an x-ray or something an ai can diagnose those images to identify early signs of um, disease like cancer or maybe give you a diagnosis that maybe um the problem with your body is this and this or the problem with this image it's showing that you have a broken bone or something like that um another example could be in uh, transportation and of course here will the main the main thing we see with transportation are self-driving cars self-driving cars the basic the basis of self-driving cars um is uh data data uh, machine learning algorithms and all that so ai helps self-driving cars in a way that it sort of comprehends the different uh the different things the different objects or the different ways that one is supposed to navigate the road and does it as a machine so they use sensors and uh like i've said algorithms to navigate roads in real time and sort of comprehend on what to do like how a human would and uh these machines with with um the the thing with self-driving cars is a very interesting one because ai's 
are not like humans who get tired or worn out or as long as it has enough data um all the resources support it it will work efficiently like meaning there is a great potential to reduce accidents improve traffic flow and you know know that um another example could be finance um ai is used to detect fraud manage risks um make predictive models of what a certain economic decision can cause now with education of course you know what's happening with education for for example there are ai tutoring systems which give feedback to students um there are virtual reality technologies so many things customer service um there are ai chatbots that are becoming increasingly popular in customer service um so to provide 24 7 support to their customers you know in conclusion ai is having a significant impact in people's way of lives from in so many fields so um leaving that aside i'm going to talk about um chat gpt um does it make people lazy to a short extent yeah but to a larger extent it's just convenience i don't think of it mostly as laziness the laziness part could come in when you become over dependent and stop thinking because of ai um for the case of maybe we could okay i might just relate this with the uh, students of course uh students like myself have relied on ai for various things um in almost everything but um yeah to a certain extent it can make you lazy because i mean i remember revising for my end of term papers and uh, whatever formula or statement we're trying to research about i'll just put it into chat gpt and we'll generate answers um yeah you could say maybe um to a smaller extent it could be laziness maybe because you're not reading and stuff but you ask yourself the question why should i read if i can just get the answers and explanations like this directly like what's the point you get like it's just making people's lives better I feel like the most negative effect, like I said, that we should focus about in AI is the fact that it's wiping out people's jobs. And by the end of this year, I do not know the length to which it will have reached. But yeah, that's basically it, mostly. I can't exhaust everything. There is a lot to AI. We could, I don't know, we could talk for a full week or a month but there is a lot to ai there is a lot happening underneath just prompting it and bringing us as there are a lot of there's a lot of technology there is a lot of data behind it i mean think of this a human brain works through um seeing things um trying to comprehend them by understanding and relating to what you know or what you've seen before it's like you go to an exam paper see a question your brain will relate it to what you have in memory pick the right answer 
bring it back to you and you'll be able to write it down on paper that is ai so the reason why i'm saying that uh, a lot of data is involved is that for it to see something let's say in computer vision um you created an ai that could see traffic signs and comprehend what that traffic sign means so for it to do that it needs to have data or in form of images for different sets of traffic signs so when it sees a traffic sign it refers back to that data sees the traffic sign that is like that or relates or is similar try to map and then say oh this is actually a stop sign because the traffic sign that i've seen is the same as this that i have in my memory so that's basically how ai works it's modeled so so um it's modeled so 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 close to a human being yeah but anyway that's mostly it yeah thank you yes uh thank you for thank you for inviting me on your platform I'm by the name Kasamba Benjamin. I did computer science at campus. And um, I'm really grateful that you've given me a chance to express my views in regards to the topic at hand. AI. Uh, I'm going to break it down right from the definition of AI the examples of AI and how, how AI is being implemented in our lives and the impact of AI. Yeah, personally, um, according to my background knowledge, AI is basically artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence is like the use of computer or automated systems perform more of like human behavioral patterns so we've we've heard of several forms of ai and we, the common example actually it's embedded in our daily lives like a mobile phone i'll give you an example of a mobile phone and with a mobile phone you have several forms of ai being implemented in the mobile phone you could talk of chatbots, uh, you, uh, chatbots like ChatGPT. Um, there are some websites that also have the chatbots. Then you could, uh, the other example of an AI embedded in our systems, uh, you could mention um, the e-payment system, cause that's also automated. And the other example I'll think about is basically, um, I mean, you could talk about digital assistants like Siri. You could talk about, um, I don't know, for Android, I'm not sure what they use, but it's usually Google Assistant, yes. And this could help you perform tasks. For example, Siri, it can help you like make a phone call or send a text to someone using voice recognition you just set a command this is helpful this is so helpful when someone is busy and their hands are doing some other things so you could just use your voice 
and the command is sent to the targeted user or end user. Yeah, then in the economical aspect, uh, I would mention, uh, let's say, companies that uh, it has made it easy for businesses to advertise across all platforms or even like if, if your business has a digital space it is easy it is easier to always get your target clients because you provide information on the web about your business which has really helped in growing businesses i can give you a, an example of jumia and uh, global i mean it inter it coordinates with several suppliers it gets it gets their merchandise from different suppliers and then they sell them on their platform which has made which has really improved business and it has it has really transformed the lives of millions of people across the world and um, you could talk about like leisure and okay i talked about leisure in terms of social media um for the political aspect of it ai has really made it easy to conduct elections because there's real-time provision of results and voting using uh the biometrics and all other forms of computer-related functionalities, um, which makes it easy to like have accurate results and yeah, and so forth and so on. And then, recently in Uganda, we've de- they've developed the online judiciary system, case management system. Sorry, it's usually used by lawyers and judges. Okay, people dealing with law, they basically know much about that. I'm not a lawyer, I don't know much about law, but there's that system. Of course, most of them have come out to say it has really helped and simplified their work. To It helps to reduce on case backlog. advantages are really many and we just can't break them down in one session but let's go on the disadvantages of all the cons of the AI. AI has really become so competitive with humans to an extent that some companies are now using automated systems which cuts down like the human labor and it's so unfortunate. I could give you an example of um, Tesla if someone in the past people would opt for drivers in case they don't want to drive but with the introduction of the Tesla cars you know they are automated Elon Musk's Tesla actually to be particular it has that self drive you send in instructions about your destinations and then you are driven by the car itself without without you doing anything. It even does the parking by itself. It's all automated. So by so doing this, I mean you're eliminating the driver. Like the driver used to earn from working 
like sitting on the steering wheel but with the introduction of such systems they're out of business and then um, that means basically what I was saying is that it is cutting down labor force you could go to so many factories that use machines instead of humans and uh, even in football they rec- they were recently planning to introduce automated offside um, boats in that if a player is offside the system configures it and it's automated it comes up with a conclusion that the player is playing offside so uh, which rules out the use of a linesman a human being and um, the other disadvantage I could think about it's making people lazy like um I mean, people don't really want to put up so much effort in doing things. Even students, they don't want to read and they just go online and get information online and they just paste it the way it has been. There is no sense of originality. That's what I'm trying to say, which is very wrong because we really need some sense of originality, whatever task we are performing. I can give you an example of even sites that are, um, there are AIs that do graphic design. There's Canva, there's there's one that does painting, pix art, I don't know. There are so many, anyway, which rules out the idea of creativity. And that is so wrong, because the world needs authenticity. Because without authenticity, you feel like whatever you're having, it's it's custom like it was really made for you um well then the other disadvantage radiations there are so many radiations that come with ai that's why you find so many people suffering from cancer because those strong radiations are dangerous to the human system and it's a, it has a huge health impact on the human body and mind and everything and the psychological part of it all is that i mean people get depressed by consuming like let's say they consume pornographic content they consume very very bad content online it affects them there are those that go and watch their favorite artists smoking online and they try to do the same with their lives and at the end of the day they end up destroying their lives and they end up being depressed. Uh, the other disadvantage I would mention is that uh, for the health aspect, even the eyes, because some people struggle with sight because they overuse mobile phones and let's say even computers, all those things that emit so much light. Yeah. Yeah, I would conclude my session by saying that as much as we love AI, it's, th- it's, it's a threat to humans. Yeah, thank you for listening. This is Kasamba Benjamin.
thank you for listening in thus far. Thank you so, so, so much. You could always forward this episode to a friend. If you have loved it, you could always listen to other episodes of the Kukumba Method podcast. Remember, we are available via Google, via Google Podcasts, via Spotify, and via Apple Podcasts. You could always get us from anywhere. So, yeah, thank you so much. Until next time, I hope this has been really insightful for you, you know, to know everything about AI, the advantages, all these things that you may not have known are actually AI, and now you actually do, you know, and, you know, how to navigate it, how to coexist with AI. So, yeah, thank you so much. Until next time, it has been you, it has been me, not you, it has been you listening in, and me, your host, Amen, Kukumba, and Warren.